Hello, 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 and welcome to the Potter Vision Podcast. The podcast where every seven days, myself, Lucas Kirkby, and this distinguished gentleman next to me, Tom Lawrenson, we look at a chapter of the Harry Potter books and we use them to have a good old chinwag. This week, we're on episode 94, and we're on the final chapter of book four, The Beginning. No. It's funny, isn't it, Tom? No. How are you? He just grunts now. I'm good. Yeah. Me and my cohorts, my comrade, me brother, we're the Edinburgh Fringe. We're in Edinburgh. <clears throat> yeah, can you tell from the background? There's a light fitting without a bulb. Edinburgh. There's a bulb in there, you'd be surprised. There's a bulb in there. Oh, there is. <laughs> hey, from here it looks like there isn't one. Because that record sign's covering it. Oh, yeah. Ever so slightly. Yes, we're at the end of Fringe. We're having a good time, aren't we? We're having a jolly good time. We've only done three shows so far, but yesterday's was the best of the three. We had a lovely full room, and they were jolly lovely, weren't they? We've had some listeners in, haven't we? Yeah, we've had some listeners come in. Uh, We've had uh, Megan come and see us. We've had Layla come and see us. Uh, We had a lady come yesterday. I, I didn't catch her name. But, yeah, if you're a listener, come and say hello at the end. We love to talk to you, don't we? Oh, yeah. And hey, I'm enjoying, we're doing some new scenes, we've got some new bits involved. Uh, I think next year's tour is looking really good. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's funny though, because we've only got an hour and we've been used to, you know, I've been doing, going out on tour and we just do as long as we want, hour and 20, whatever. Yeah, hour, yeah. Hour and 10. And we're like, we've been doing the show and we can't cut, oh, we can't um, cut anything. And the other performers are getting annoyed that we're being quite uh, <laughs> using up every second of our time. Oh, it's funny, I was going to Lucas, right, we need to cut some scenes out of this. How about we cut the uh, the owl scene? And Lucas goes, the owl scene? Don't think we can cut any any of that 20 minute monologue you do as the sorting hat. <laughs> Got a one minute scene and then he's there doing like half the show as the sorting hat. <laughs> well, no, it's been really good fun. It's funny doing the sorting hat because uh, you come alive and you look out into the audience and Lucas just sits down and looks at his watch. He's like, bloody hell, it's a bit of a rest. Get my book out. I start reading my book. No, but it's been good. But yeah, I think because we're used to going on tour and like arriving at the venue two hours before it starts and Meeting and greeting people after the show. We've had to really kick ourselves up the arse in Edinburgh. Well, We're like wandering into the venue and then we think, oh, actually, we've only got five minutes before we let people in. At the same time, though, we're like, right, we need to cut some stuff. We've also added three new bits. Yeah. <laughs> Let's cut these scenes. But hey, how about we make that bit longer? That'd be a laugh, wouldn't it? <laughs> Well, no, it's been jolly good fun. We've got another show today, and, uh, yeah, we're having a barrel of, can you guess it? Laughs. It's fun doing that, isn't it? It's fun, yeah. Hey, I've got to tell you something. Oh, uh, okay. it's, it's a funny story. So after I, and anyone who's worried about this hip flask-looking thing Tom's drinking out of, it's vodka. <laughs> Keeps him going. Uh, I was doing... <laughs> I was doing some workshops uh, in North Wales, some improv workshops. Did oh, I tell you about this? You didn't tell me about this. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and it was for young people. There was like an 11 to 18 workshop and then an 18 to 25 workshop, right? 
And uh, a workshop's about to start, and I'm having a chat with the mums, right? And this is part of a big thing of workshops where they're doing all sorts of stage stuff. They're doing puppetry, magic, uh, villains, heroes, all this kind of stuff, right? And I'm having a chat with this woman, this mother. And she goes, oh, yeah, we've been doing a lot of these workshops, haven't we? And she goes, oh, it's slap and tickle tomorrow. <laughs> so you are. She goes, oh, isn't that what's happening tomorrow, slap and tickle? So I don't think it is. I don't think you are doing a workshop on slap and tickle. Do you know what it was she was trying to think of? Well, slapstick. <laughs> but in her edge, though, it was slap and tickle. She was very embarrassed. You horny old woman. <laughs> Get out of this theatre. <laughs> well, that's old women for you. Yeah. Maybe middle-aged, I'd say. Well, yeah. You're always defending the old woman. Yeah, I like to defend the oppressed. What can I say? Oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been nice being up here. Weather's been lovely. Yeah, it has actually. Yesterday, I had this like four hour gap. So I just wandered around for four hours. Like, Oof. so when you feel like you're not allowed in anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wandered around. Like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. I tried to find quiet places. I was in like a little woodland area. Yeah. Hmm? Fair I enough. I to find a little woodland. I was running around there. Yeah. And I, uh, I, had a, I hate to say this, but I had a pee in the forest. Oh, did you? Yeah. Bloody hell. I often like to find solace in the local library or bookshop. I'll go in and have a sit down. I went into Waterstones the other day, but it was it was too hot. Hot, hot. Hot, hot. It was too hot for me. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah, yeah. And uh, hey, uh, people who can see the video version will notice I've got a, a flyering injury. Oh, that it was a paper cut. Yeah, I got a paper cut on my uh, on my finger, and it wouldn't stop bleeding. And uh, I had to wear a plaster during the show. Right, that's mine. Oh, he's been picking his skin off. I, I, uh, I was exit. I was uh, at the end of my show. People were coming out saying goodbye to me. Bloody! I was just randomly picking skin off my arm. And then I told the woman, I was like, an audience member. I was like, what do you think it means? And she was like, oh, see ya. <laughs> yeah. Most just an absent-minded thing. Mm. Hey, what but... Else up to? Yeah? Just uh, moseying about. Oh, uh, this week I've had four KFC mini fillet burgers. Four, have you? Yeah, I had two on mm. Wednesday driving up. Yeah. I had two yesterday for me dinner. Lovely. Went to sit on a stool to eat them. Yeah. And the guy goes... He goes, no, take out only. And I go, oh, okay. So I eat them outside looking through the window <laughs> well, I've been very good this week, but I did have a KFC yesterday. That was my treat. You're always in sync. I know. It's like, you know, with ladies with their cycle, they get in sync. We get in sync with our KFC cycle, don't we? Well, then again, you're bound to be in sync with me at some point if I'm eating cake for KFC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a KFC every day this week. Oh, I had one last week. We're in sync. We're in sync, aren't we? Yeah. Hey, did you have uh, breakfast one day this week? I did. Oh, we're in sync, aren't we? I had breakfast as well. We went together. Let me tell you something. Did we? Well, we had a panini. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I believe the KFC mini fillet burger is the greatest burger 
on the KFC menu. Oh, even better than the Zinger Burger. Yes. Because you get, for what it is, it's £2, you get plenty of chicken, the yeah. mayo is delicious, the bun, when you get it fresh, it's perfect. Ooh. It's absolutely delicious. It's better than their main Philip Burger. You get a normal Philip Burger, you're like, yeah. this is it. And when the mini Philip Burger came out, I probably sang this song on this podcast before. Yeah. I'm like a broken record. Yeah. And a jingle, it was, if I'd have known the KFC mini Philip Burger was only 99p. I would have asked you to get me one. Sandra, can I have a bite? And then Sandra sings a big, long, no. Uh, <laughs> that's brilliant. Um, but it just goes to show, changing of the times. Yeah. The KFC Mini Philip Burger is now £1.99p. Oh, more than double. Mm. Blimey neck. Hey, and people, I think, will be refreshed to hear some KFC chat because uh, we normally talk about McDonald's, don't we? God, yeah. So this will be a lovely palate cleanser before next week's episode when we'll probably be back to talking about a McFlurry or something. We promise. We promise. We promise. Promise me. We promise. Promise me. Now, this is the last chapter of book four. So, as is tradition, I've got you a gift. New Buzz Lightyear, New Buzz Lightyear, New Buzz Lightyear. No, Buzz Lightyear. it's the next book. Oh, <laughs> Even though you only prepare by listening to the audio version, uh, it's the book for you. Goblet of Fire, you give me that audio book as well. Yeah, I did as well. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll give you a... I've got uh, credit. Oh, have you? Hey, he's already inscribed it. He didn't have to do it in front of me. Fuck you, Tom. Hey, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You're rude, arrogant, and you are sweaty. But do you know what? Whatever, Lucas. Hey, I didn't write that. Read it properly. Dearest Tom, over halfway through this children's book series, and I don't know about you, but I can feel my reading speed and comprehension improving by the day. Here's to another book, old friend. Disagree. Before yeah. I listen to the audiobook version, it yeah. makes my attention span worse. <laughs> well, that's why you need to get on this, the book. Look at Snape on the bike. Look at that sallow skin. I love seeing a different interpretation of Snape. There's Alan Rickman. Yeah, I do. I like that picture. It's very much a caricature, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, look at that hooked nose. Look at that sallow skin. He looks a lot older as well. Yeah, he does. Well, he must be fairly old. Oh, no, actually, actually, he's not. If he went to school with Lily and James, he can only be in his 30s, 40s. Surely. Must be late 30s, 40s. There you go, late 30s, 40s. Well, aren't you an insufferable little bastard? Yes. Ten points to Cumplecump. Ten points to Cumplecump. Now, Tom! I don't, don't think I haven't got you a gift. What have you got me? Hey, it's a half-used blister pack of headache tablets. Hey, can I have them? Four pounds or more? You got two of them. <laughs> right, are you ready for a rundown of the beginning? Nothing would make me happier, old pal. It's the final chapter. It's the final countdown. There's no way out of this song. 
the beginning. So Harry has vague memories over the last few days. Uh, he meets up with the diggeries. He offers them the money. They say, no, no, you keep that. Then he has a few days at Hogwarts. And then it's the closing assembly. And Dumbledore gets up and says, right, Cedric Diggory's dead. And here's the kicker. He was murdered by Voldemort. And everyone's like, oh. <laughs> Apart from the Malfoys who are like, mm. the Malfoys, that's what I call the Slytherins. And uh, he's like, right, we need to, you know, be together. If anything's taught us anything this year, is that we need to work together, even if you're foreign. Next minute, they get on the train. <laughs> They're going back home. You listening, Franz? <laughs> you listening, Norway? Huh? And this, uh, yeah, they're on the way home, and Harry decides to give his money to the Weasley twins and says, hey, let this start your fledgling business. And they go, all right then. And that is the end of the beginning, and that is the end of the book. What a chapter. What a. C H A P T E R. You're going to have a nice podcast with me today. It's going to be lovely. I love this chapter. I loved it too. Very nice. Wrapped it up nicely, didn't it? Oh, it did. Yeah. A pretty little ribbon around some gilt edged paper. Guys, lovely. Mm. Yeah, wrapping shit up. I, for one, if I was Harry Potter, would decline the meeting with the Diggories. Would you? <laughs> I'd be like, mm, too sad, don't want to meet them. Oh, I know, it's always going to be a bit awkward, isn't it? I do not blame him. <laughs> <laughs> so you shouldn't. What's it got to do with me? Yeah, it's got nothing to do with me. Yeah, you, don't, you shouldn't even need to say that. I shouldn't even be in this contest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why why I was made to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well hey, not so cocky now, are we, Amos? I feel like <laughs> when we were all kids, yeah. Um you read the books and you just took them for what they were, right? Like, yeah. like, you know, that's yeah. that's not the song. Yeah. Um you just took them for what they are. But now we're all adults, um we can all see the plot holes in these books can't we? We can see them loud and clearly. There is no reason for HP to be in that contest. Yeah. Whatsoever. I wonder if any of J.K. Rowling's pals were ever at dinner with her. And they're just like... Yeah, but why did he have to be in the contest? Like, what was making him? Magical contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as we all know, the author of these book series sounds like Dumbledore. Get Gambon out of here. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's a plot device, isn't it? You know, having fun with all the tasks. Dragons, lakes, mm. a maze, og. 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 Have you missed us talking about og? <laughs> the former keeper of keys and grounds at Hogwarts. Who's at the centre of the maze? Og. It's og. Mm. <laughs> um, How far we've come? How many chapters are this? I don't know. Well, this is chapter 37, but we're on episode 94. Almost effing year on this one bloody book. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Miserable, isn't it? <laughs> hey, but next one will be longer. So that's good, isn't it? 
That's good. Yeah, I think it's 38 chapters, the next book. It'd be very sad. I suppose it would be... It'd be tempting to decline the meeting with the diggeries. Yeah. But you know, really, sometimes there's certain things you have to do. Like when, you le- when you're leaving on your last day of work, you don't want to say goodbye to all your colleagues. You kind of just want to backdoor it, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you just want to leave. And yeah, just yeah. like leave without having, to have another little goodbye. Like, Good luck with whatever you do. Yeah, yeah. Keep in touch, won't you? No, I'm fucking keeping touch. I don't like you. <laughs> For me, it was to avoid the emotion of it. Uh, but yeah, may- maybe not. You make me fucking miserable. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was very strange because I had I had two last days at the main place I work because I, I thought I was leaving and then they asked me back part time. So the first time I was very emotional leaving because I was going to miss all the giddies. Yeah. But then the second time, I think because I'd already done it, I was like, mm, yeah, I just finished here now, haven't I? Didn't feel as uh, momentous. Do you think there's ever been a band? That has a fiddler in it that's a child and they call him the kiddie fiddler i think so yeah there must be especially in america because uh they, they call it the fiddle in america don't they rather what than the, the violin oh is that what just it a is? violin i think yeah i did this i don't know what i thought it was <laughs> that's like two piccolos that fiddles like did a little little bit like that that's how you play it he's the kiddie fiddler the kiddie fiddler I think so yeah and if that hasn't existed and you're in a band that's got a child that plays the fiddle you can have that eh nope maybe not now can I ask you to imagine something yes I want you to imagine hey not that not that go on I want you to imagine, you can choose, uh, you can either imagine that you're Mrs. Diggory or Mr. Diggory. Okay? And imagine... My boy! My boy! Mrs. Diggory, then. So you're imagining you're Mrs. Diggory, and you meet in Harry Potter, and Harry Potter says, Hey, I want you to have the thousand galleons. Do you accept or do you decline? Decline. Do you? Why? Dirty money. Because you're a... You're an adult, aren't you? Yeah. And they're probably posh, and there's probably nothing to them. Yeah, that's true. It means nothing to us, that Harry. Keep it. Yeah. But then also, Harry's rich. So Harry doesn't need the grand either. I say grand, it's probably worth a lot more than that, isn't it? He goes and meets Hagrid. He goes and meets Hagrid. And Hagrid wraps him up with one arm. Gives him a hug with one arm, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, known it for years. Knew he was out there, hiding his time. Why don't you go find him then, Hagrid? Coward. (laughs) You were his mate. Yeah. Come on. Used to share a bedroom with him. Yeah. Breeding vampire little puppies. Werewolf pups. Well, there's a bit where he goes... So they visit Hagrid and he goes to Harry, goes, you all right, Harry? And Harry goes, yeah. And then he goes, no, you're not. Why ask then, you giant pleb? You know what I mean? Why ask then, you giant pleb? Yeah, because (laughs) don't ask someone if they're all right and then go, you're all right, yeah. Liar. I'll do that to you. Yeah, yeah. I always call you a liar. Yeah, he always calls me a liar. For trivial things as well. 
I'll be like, what's that? I'll say, my pen, liar. It's my pen! <laughs> what more do you need to know? What's this? You know, Snow, it's my finger. Hey, I like that! Oh, I didn't like the flick at the end. That wasn't that, was it? <laughs> what was he flicking at me? <laughs> but I know, I feel like Hagrid's just like, don't ask him if he's okay if you're just gonna say, liar, how are you really? Mm. Sad. Good. S. A. How. D. D. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> it was only until the last uh, chapters of uh, Gobble of Fire that the Pot of Vision Boys really got into spelling. <laughs> They've really improved, as I said in me, but my reading uh, ability has improved dramatically. Hagrid, I must commend him. He has a fantastic attitude about Voldemort's return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For someone who's normally such like a drama queen and gets like, you know, away with himself about these things, he's like, well, if he's back, he's back and we'll be ready to face him. You've taken this very well, Hagrid. Like, didn't he, like, kill his dad or something? Hagrid, the leader of the worst movement in wizarding history, is rising again to power. Well, what can we do about it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hagrid, they might have to uh, relocate uh, your dragon to a dragon sanctuary, because, as you know, it's illegal for anyone <laughs> in this country to have a dragon as a pet. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> the world's biggest terrorist is back. Well, if it happens, it happens. <laughs> that bird uh, is a bit dangerous, isn't it? No, no, I'll take you to court. <laughs> I'll take you to court. That's yeah. what he does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what he does. Yeah. Hagrid is very... You all right? Come sit next to you. Come and sit next to me on the bench. I'm falling asleep over there. There we go. We like that, don't we? Hey, and it, he's hinting at something, he's hacker. He's like, oh, me and Olymp, uh, Maxime, uh, we've got a job to do over the summer. <coughs> and, uh, I don't know what this is, but I think he's, they're going to try and get the Giants on the, on the good side. I think they fail, though, don't they? Do they? Spoilers. Sending them to. I know, bloody hell. Imagine them being the ambassadors. I know. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing locking up that bear? Who don't we like? That'd be like someone sending Peter Andre to try and recruit me for a movement. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, sorry, Peter Andre. I saw when Katie met Peter and you were very aggressive in it. Yeah. And everyone, you've got off scot-free, whereas her name has been somewhat sullied. And she's a nice person in many aspects. Whereas you, Peter Andre, are rotten to the core. Shame on you, ITV, for enabling him. So you don't want to join the ADL, then? Is that Rolf Harris? <laughs> <laughs> that was Peter Andre. Is that you, Rolf? Put that out, Look up Rolf Harris, that's what he does. That's what he does, even in prison. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I'm surprised actually, 94 episodes in, we've not mentioned Peter Andre or Rolf Harris. That feels like, I feel that feels like you know, a, a failure on our part. So, uh, well, if you don't know who Peter Andre is, he is a pop star who had one hit. 
Um, Mysterious girl. Well, pay for that. Um, he had one hit. And Mysterious then, girl. And then he rose to fame in the UK for reality shows that he's been on. Yeah. Uh, but look up, go on YouTube and put in Peter Andre when Katie met Peter and all like, you know, worst bits. And you really see his true colours. Yeah. Mmm. The perception of the pair is warped. And if you're listening to this, Peter, well, I don't know what to tell you, pal. You've listened to hundreds of episodes and you've never shared it on your socials, so you've never helped us out in that aspect, so... So you deserve <laughs> this defamation. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, <laughs> now, they have... Uh, at the, the, it's the ceremony, isn't it? The closing ceremony for the year at Hogwarts. Hogwash. Hogwash. Mm. And they've got the black drapes hanging down in respect for Cedric. Right. Can I say, Tom, if I leave this mortal coil before you do, I do not want doom and gloom at my funeral. Yeah? I want a bit of fun. Can I describe how I'd arrange your funeral? Yeah, please, yeah. I'll keep it simple. Yeah. Um, accordion player. Oh, I'm loving it already. Yeah. Dick and Dom are going to be there. <laughs> I never loved Dick and Dom at my funeral. Dynamo's going to be walking around. <laughs> hey, hey, you're buckling the mobile phone. Dynamo's going to be there. I'm walking on the water. Walking on the water. Uh, for one night only, <laughs> Gary Glitter. Hey, I was enjoying it then. Dick and Dom and Dynamo. Fine, but no Gary Glitter. But um, what was that plasticine thing called? Morph. Morph is going to be there. I'd love Morph. Um, Morph. It should just be a D theme. Dick and Dom and Dynamo. Morph. Darius. Uh, Darius ain't coming. <laughs> Come on, girl of blind. Um, cheeky girls, get them in. Yeah, Lembit Opic. Lembit Opic. Plus one. <laughs> hey, I'd love that. Are they still together, Lembit Opic and... One of the cheeky girls. I don't know, they won't tell me. Oh, come on, Lembits! <laughs> Being invited round to their house. You still together? <laughs> We're not going to say. Hey, we've got a fun one today, haven't we? You have your nutter. Lembit opic, dick Stop and Stop that pulling, you nutter. <laughs> it's Mickey. Um, from uh, League of Gentlemen. I don't know what she got. We are so sorry to our American listeners. Uh, look. In hindsight, you could have skipped this five minutes. Dick and Dom, Dynamo, Cheeky Girls, Lembit Opic, Peter Andre, Rolf Harris. What else have I written down in my preparation for today? Yes, I want someone pulling a moony at my funeral. Anyway. So <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I'm getting a free glance at that. Yeah. No, no, be pay for entry at my funeral. Five pound a go. I don't ever want to see anyone's bottom accidentally. Mm. A moon yeah. is intentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, fair enough. Yeah. Someone bends down, like man or woman, and you see a bit of arse crack. Oh, yeah. Or even a kid, you're like, fucking hell. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? You fucking sort that out, please. You recoil. You should do everything in your power to avoid that even being a possibility, yeah? 
Get yourself a one-piece bathing suit underneath whatever you're gonna wear today, yeah? Cover that butt. Yeah. <laughs> what made me laugh, right, was, so they've canceled all of the Defense Against the Dark Arts lessons, right? But they've still got Mad-Eye Moody at the closing ceremony mm. at the table. Crying. Crying. This guy's been trapped in a treasure chest for a year. And he's like, right, uh, can still make the assembly on Thursday, can you? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm going home for a bit. Well, come on, sing. It's the Hogwarts song. There'll be people who won't even know who he is. Well, not know the difference. So, you know, like, like people like me, you pay half attention. Yeah. And then he's up there and you're like, I thought they got rid of him. And that was someone else. What? Polyjuice potion, polyjuice potion. What's that? It's a potion. <laughs> yeah. It's obscure. Yeah, that's why I don't know about it. What is it? Yeah, yeah. It makes you someone else. Right, okay, I don't get it. Uh, oh, we're finished. <laughs> Assembly's finished. <laughs> yeah, but it's like either he's working there or he's not. So either give him time to recover or get him teaching the bloody lessons. Eh? Because otherwise he's just living there, being traumatised about his kidnap. Mm. Karkrov's not there. He's a notable absentee from the uh, the assembly. You can say that again. Yeah. Back in the former Yugoslavia, I reckon. Oh, you think he's bounced? Yeah, I reckon he's gone back. Scared. But he won't. We don't think he was there. We don't think he was summoned by Voldemort, did we? In the graveyard. So who knows where he is? Hmm. Oh, the naughty boy. I, don't, I think my, a lot of my memories of these books comes from the films, so I can't even remember that being touched on again. Yeah, but that's because you've not read it properly. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> a lot of my memories of these books comes from uh, me not reading. Uh, <laughs> have you read this chapter? Yeah. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he's read it. Yeah. 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 He's good. Hey, I'm excited for this Snape story. Let me tell you, I was reading it on the on the um, on my way back from uh, coming home last night. Yeah. And I got the bus really late, and it dropped me ten minutes from where I live, and so I had to like. I was really scared about getting robbed. Uh, I was in a really like I don't know like scary area. Mm. No one was about. No street lights. I just, I just started sprinting while listening to the audiobook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm, fair so, enough. I and it's a wonder why some of it didn't sink in, isn't it? <laughs> what happened in that chapter again? Uh, but a lot of it was scared, so I felt very scared by this chapter. Yeah, it was very scary, wasn't it? Atmospheric. Some things were happening outside that now I associate with the book. Oh dear. And vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beetle crawled up my leg. Did it? It was listening into me. Oh, right. I got excited then, I thought about that. You got excited over a beetle crawling up my leg. Well, it's an exciting story. Oh. So there are some goodbyes out there. We say goodbye to Fleur Delacour. And we say goodbye to Victor Crumb. Yeah? And uh, Fleur says goodbye. She says she might come uh, do a, go on holiday and have a holiday job to improve her English. She might come to the UK. Depending on where she goes, her English might get worse. Yeah. Can I just say from being in Germany, 
Most Germans' English is better than mine in terms of grammar. They speak it properly. You especially. Me especially? What do you mean? You talk like a baby sometimes. Adult! <laughs> Adult! Um, yeah, I met someone once. And Did they, you? They got a free... <laughs> they got a free trip uh, to... Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah. Was it Saudi Arabia? Could have been Spain. <laughs> They're very much a muchness, aren't they? Because they wanted an English teacher. They wanted a... But also, they got the freeze trip because they were a northerner and, like... Um, oh, blimey, yeah. They, were like, they wanted, like, them to, like, you know, hear a variety of accents. <laughs> yeah. And, like, they were, oh, we wanted you because you're a northerner. And they were a scouser. And I was like, why'd they pick you then? Yeah, yeah. That's like, not nothing wrong with the accent, but... I think Scouse is different to the rest of the North, drastically. Yeah, 100%. People confuse Geordie, not Geordie, uh, Yorkshire and Lancashire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not confusing Scouse in any of that, are you? With anything. <laughs> yeah, it's very unique. Yeah, but I might, yeah, imagine that. You're in Spain and you're like, hey, we've got somebody from England coming to teach you English. All right, lads, look at the blackboard. Not like that. Offensive. Could be offensive. Um, we apologise to any Liverpoolians listening. <laughs> but yeah, but how funny that in some village in Spain, uh, everyone talks English like they're from, <laughs> like from Birkenhead. That'd be good. <laughs> Como estas? Como estas? Well, I've just said it normally then. <laughs> yeah. And Ron finally gets an autograph for Victor Crumb. Mm. Something to go with his dolly. <laughs> Do you remember that? He had a dolly, Victor Crumb. He used to chuck around when he was annoyed. Right, what then. is the point of an autograph? What is the point of an autograph? It makes you feel special, doesn't it? Sign that, would you? Yeah. A message is all right, but just like a signature. And also, when yeah. you watch a celebrity do a signature, they do something, you're like, it's not a fucking signature. They're like, oh, they give you a weird squiggle yeah, what's they can't that? Do you have, what's the most famous signature you've got? Mine. <laughs> do you have anyone else's signature? Um, maybe Wolf from Gladiator. Hey, I like that. Wolf from Gladiator. I've got a few snooker and dart signatures. Phil Taylor. Uh, I've got... Um, Dennis Taylor, mm. World Trick Shot Champion Bogdan Wolfkowski. Yeah. Uh, do I have it? I must have somebody else's signature, surely. Chuckle Brothers, maybe? Do you? Yeah, I think so. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, somewhere. Joe Pasquale, got his signature. Yeah. Maybe someone else's, I don't know, I can't remember. Oh, hey, I've got Ken Barlow's signature from Corrie. William Roach. There you go. Can't get better than that, can you? Yeah. What, who? Tom Cruise. Tom. Got me there. Tom Cruise is better than Ken Barlow. Tom Cruise is better than Ken Barlow. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> Overseas listeners, finally, Tom Cruise. We've heard of him. <laughs> Not Ken Barlow. We can't pander to overseas listeners. What is the American version of Ken Barlow? Simon Cowell. 
Simon Cowell is the American version of Ken Barlow. Maybe somebody from Dallas. Or uh, what was the other one? What was the other famous American soap from the 70s? Right. They're on the train going back. Mm. Right. Yeah. And they, they reveal that Rita Skeeter is an animator. An unregistered animator. Yeah. And what does she turn into? Beetle. A beetle, right? And Hermione... Yeah. ...has taken her prisoner. This is insane. She's got her in a jar. You can't take anyone prisoner. That is mental. How would that be any different to her being bound and gagged? Yeah. 100%. And making her stay as a beetle. Hermione, you're out of your mind. Isn't she? Mm. As soon as... Oh, there's got to be some... I mean, uh, what do you call it? Comeuppance for this when Rita Skeeter escapes. She's got no idea if Rita Skeeter's got any children. I know. Them kids are going hungry, aren't they? And also, I know you're going to, like, um, expand out of glass. But if I was Rita Skeeter, I'd be like, I'm just going to turn back. Yeah. Why is glass going to stop her? I know. Well, I think they've done something on her as well that she can't go back. They've done, like, a spell on her. To stop her becoming a woman again. That's horrific. I know. It is 100% horrific and nobody questions it. If I was Harry or Ron, I'd be saying, Hermione. Hermione, no. Hermione, no. Stop it. You're hurting me. Not worth it. Yeah. Get her out. I know she's a busybody. I know she writes defamatory articles. But you can't kidnap anybody. Mm. Yeah? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Malfoy uh, is uh, arrives with Crab and Goyle. Overheard the whole thing. Overheard the whole thing. And they start chatting shit, don't they? Yeah? You should. I told you in first year to not make friends with the wrong sort. Now look at you, muggle, muggle lover. They'll be the first to go. Yeah. And as always, the appropriate response to... A nasty comment is violence. Well, he did say, well, not first. The first was said. You know what he was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> they cut him off. <laughs> they cut him off. Right. And then five of them at once do a spell at the same time on all of them. That is not an appropriate response to somebody winding you up. You wind them up back. You say something back. Crab and Goyle didn't say anything. Why? No. Why are they getting transformed into <laughs> whatever? Crab has got tentacles on his face. He didn't do anything. He's just walked in with Malfoy. <laughs> now he's got tentacle face. Great. Yeah. Um, I've not seen my nana in a year. She's picking me up from the station, and I look like this. Yeah. Brilliant. Right. I've not seen my dad since September, and I've got jelly legs. Thank you. Jelly legs. I didn't say a word. And now I've got wibbly wobbly legs. What's the matter with your son? Why aren't you getting in the car? Dad, I've got jelly legs. You're going to have to carry me. All right, jelly legs. Bloody hell, what would jelly legs do to them bulging muscles? Oof. Make them right wobbly. Make them relaxed. Ooh, that'd be good. Yeah, 
They must be tense all the time. The knots they must have in their backs, Crab and Goyle. You must be committing an actual, like, even a wizarding crime. Yeah. Keep, keeping a captive, though. Yeah, oh, 100%. Like, as soon as she gets out, I hope she presses charges. Because that is disgusting. They need to send Hermione to juvie. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I think Hermione's best thing that she could do would be to return Rita Skeeter to the Ministry of Magic and have her say you caught her doing something. Yeah. Use Colin Creevy's camera, yeah, capturing the act, and then report her, yeah. So then she'll be executed through the law, the proper way, yeah. Hashtag hang Skeeter. Because, no, eavesdropping, if you've gone too far with that, eavesdropping does not warrant being a prisoner. <laughs> eavesdropping. I know. Writing, a, writing silly things about Harry in the paper. Right, for that, prisoner now. Yeah. For that, we're going to Terry weight you and we're going to handcuff you to the radiator. For that, 30 lashings. Yeah. Ooh, mm, mm, mm. And for every article you do, it'll be another one. Okay? 10, 30. We'll find you and we'll lash you. Yeah. Excuse me. Then we get a long explanation about how Bagman owed leprechauns money. Leprechauns gave him fake gold. Then he tried to pay the goblins with fake gold. And I'm reading this thinking, I'm not interested in any of this. Do you get that? I was like, I don't want to wrap up Bagman's story. I didn't give a shit. Like, do we ever hear from Bagman again? I don't even know. I think he's just like run off to escape from these goblins. It's like, I'm not bothered, mate. Finish the book. Yeah. Yeah, it's already like twice as long as any other previous book. Not that bothered about Bagman. Leprechaun gold. Yeah, fake shit that disappears, eh? Was it in the previous book there was leprechauns walking around? There were little cupids, weren't there? Yeah, dwarves dressed as cupids. That was in Chamber of Secrets. Was it bonkers? Yeah, on Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, at the end, Harry gives his Tri-Wizard Tournament winnings to, uh, I was about to say, Crab and Goyle, to Fred and George, mm. so that they can start their fledgling business. What do you think about this? I quite like it. It's a nice thing to do. Yeah. Bless Harry for... I think he, I'd have been like, I'd have said, hey boys, I'm an investor. Yeah. I want, I, want, I want 25% ownership. I know, at least a bit of something, because then if they don't make any money, it doesn't matter, they don't have to give anything back. Yeah. But if they make a profit, 20%. Yeah, 20%. And if one of you dies, I want 40%. Yeah. Harry, you're never going to be no business mogul if you're giving away money for free. Then again, he is very rich. Yeah, he's rich. Uh, what? Ten times that in the bank. Give him half that. Yeah, give him half. Spread what? People are only like this, you know, when they win the lottery or win the. Hey, I'm going to spend it all on the. Divide your funds. Save some of it. Splash some of it. Invest some of it. Keep some of it. You know what I mean? If I won the lottery, I'd pay off everyone's mortgage. Idiot. Put it in a bond. You'd get you get like thousands a month. Just in interest. <laughs> Putting like four million in a bank. 
in a fixed rate bond. <laughs> you get so much interest back, you could live off that. Why spend it all in one fell swoop? Idiots! Live off the interest, this lad. Yeah, live off the interest. That's what I do. Or invest in something. A business. Mm. A property. Mm. Uh, a one-man show. How many people would accept those winnings off a child, though? Maybe it would have to be a child who would expect, accept winnings off a child. Do you know what I mean? Well, because Fred and George are adults, really, aren't they? Yeah. I like 17, 18. Twincest. Twin... What? Nothing. You know, yeah. Yeah, I wrote that down. I think they are probably one of the only characters that would accept the money from Harry. Mm. Ron wouldn't have it because he's too proud. Hermione wouldn't have it, but Fred and George, I think they'd snap it up, and they did. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that, like, you get to a point in adulthood where younger around people, and then people are like, I want to get this. Yeah. And there's a certain, like, it's almost like a board game. Yeah. With, it's like, like it's like you're playing golden balls. Oh, like yeah. That fake out at the yeah, end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, someone goes, I'll get this. And then you go... No, uh, I'll get it. And I'll go, no, I mean, insist I want to get it. That's when I stop trying. Yeah, yeah. If someone insists, you if, can... If you really want to, yeah. buy it. But then sometimes people go, I'll get this. And they go, no, it's my turn, I'll get it. And then they go, okay. Yeah. And it's okay to say okay. You don't need to argue. That's the game. That's the game, yeah. It's a risk though, isn't it? The, you know, offering to pay for something. Because sometimes everyone will take you up on your offer. Does anyone want a drink? Me, please, me, please, me, please, me. It was only for one person to accept that offer. Yeah, it wasn't for everyone. <laughs> what are you having? Double whiskey and lemonade. No, right, single for you. I was offering. Yeah. Now, you would not accept the money as Mr. and Mrs. Diggory. If you were Fred and George, would you accept the money? As a kid? Yeah. Kids don't have good enough manners, do they? No. Not to like, you know, they just accept any old, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any old shit. So you would? Yeah, probably would. Fair enough. And they all... I'm surprised yeah. that uh, Mrs. Weasley hasn't, but wouldn't be like, no, you will return every penny to him, as proud as the Weasleys like to be. I suppose it's none of their business. Well, I got the impression that this was all done without even Ron's knowing of it. And Hermione's. Oh. I felt like this was a little Fred and George on their own. Here's the money. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Don't mention it to your father. Yeah. Yeah, that was my impression of that. And good luck to them. I'm sure their business will be a rip-roaring success. Mm. Then they all say goodbye. And there was a nice little bit at the end where Hermione gives Harry a kiss on the cheek. And it shows how far they've come, I think, that they're, they're more than friends now, aren't they? They're like best buds, long-term companions. Mm. Doesn't mention that Ron gets a kiss on the cheek, though, does it? Mm. Mm, and he fancies Hermione, I reckon. Yeah, but Hermione's kiss is more of a kiss of... Um... Oh, yeah, friendship. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, but he'd kiss... still want one, wouldn't he? No, you kiss your friends. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I like you. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, you're kissing your friends. And what a great end. I feel like this is the best 
set up to the next book we've had in this series. I feel like all the other the other three books just kind of wrap up and they're like, oh, now it was summer. But this book is really like, Voldy's back. Shit's getting real. Hey, Voldy's back. Hey, Voldy. Big Daddy V is back. Right. How many bound and gagged reporters are you giving this chapter out of five? I really enjoyed this chapter. It was a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, it was big laughs. Big laughs. Big cries. Big cries. Big smiles. Big snogs. Big... And I really bloody enjoyed it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Wrapped everything up very nicely. Not that bothered about Bagman. So I'm going to give it a nearly perfect four and a half bound and gagged reporters out of five. Mm. For me... Well, this really was the cherry on the cake. The bow on the head of a baby boy. <laughs> the rouge on the cheeks of a whore. Oh, don't like that word on the Partivision podcast, do we? It was the tail on a fox. It was the tail on a fox. It was the an apple. Hanging from a tree. Yeah. It was the strings on a guitar. Yeah. It was the white radiator on a wall. Yeah. It was... What else can you see in this room? <laughs> it was the door to a bedroom. <laughs> it was a soiled with poo-poo bed sheets. Sorry. <laughs> Just to say, we're at Tom's flat. <laughs> um, no, I really like this chapter. Um, and as I've been saying for ages now, it is the beginning of the end, isn't it? Yeah, we're over, well, we're over halfway through in terms of books, aren't we? If not in chapters. Now, everything is going to get sordid. It's going to get dirty. It's going to get nasty. I'm excited for what is to come. And I love the maturity that these three... I've, I've taken, I've become, I've grown over the past year. It's really exciting and it's fun that they're doing such drastic things like brutally um, mutilating three boys on a train, keeping yeah. it captive, kissing people, and the maturity of Harry giving away a fortune of money. What a laugh. Yep. Five bound and gag reports out of one. Fantastic. Right. Are you ready for this week's <laughs> edition of Quiz? Quiz, quizzy quiz, quizzy quiz, 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 Gonna ask you some questions, how well will you do? Quiz, quizzy quiz, quiz, quizzy quiz, 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 Gonna ask you about Harry Potter, Lucas, how well will you do? I blow you a kiss. Okay. How many chapters does the Goblet of Fire have? 37. Correct. How much money did Harry win? A thousand galleons. Correct. Who did Hermione kiss on the cheek? Harry. <laughs> Harry. Harry Potter. Correct. Yeah. I love it when you have to remember the quiz. It's much easier. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Right, two to go, two to go. Um, what was Hagrid's pet name 
for Madame Maxine. A limp. It sounds offensive, that, doesn't it? Yeah. That's just her actual name. Oh, is it? Yeah. And is it a final question? Yeah. What's the prize? Oh, you're, you're going to see. Okay. Knuckle sandwich. Maybe it's the other two paracetamol tablets. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, what was the last word of the book? Oh, no. Ready. Incorrect. What is it? Parsnip. Unfortunately. No, I'm not having that. Where's the book? Unfortunately. No, where's the book? Unfortunately, Lucas. It's not parsnip. It might not be ready, but it's not it's parsnip. parsnip. Have you got the book with you? No, it's parsnip. Oh, right. Ring in. Phone it's in. tuck in to Mrs. Weasley's parsnip. Definitely does not tuck in to Mrs. Weasley's Mr. parsnip. Mr. Kirkby, you've lost the quiz. Now it is time for the nation's second favourite segment. It's Hedwig's Drubbings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's droppings. What's in a beak this week? Well, we've only got a couple of patrons to welcome to the show. And the first one is a baby Draco, and it's Joe Collins. Joe Collins. Joe Collins. You are a baby on holiday in Spain. <laughs> you have crawled away from your family, crawled through the legs of several people in bikinis and swimming trunks, for you have crawled into a water park, and now you have managed to find your way up to the tallest water slide, the kamikaze. You climbed on and you are shooting like a rocket down this slide, right? Mm. Heaven save you. I am on work experience. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the Spanish man like just wave you past because you know they don't care, do they? Yeah. And I've jumped down after you. I'm sliding down on my belly like uh, David Hasselhoff. In the Spongebob movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you are much too quick for me. You hit the bottom of the slide uh, and you go flying through the air. There is now two ways you are going to land. Either on concrete or into water. Mm. Right? There's a paddling pool. I drive it to the... I pull over to the concrete and I start splashing water <laughs> into it. Yeah. Um, but it's not good enough. So you're flying down. I jump up towards you, catch your slippy body in my hand. You start <laughs> really struggling to keep hold of you. <laughs> but I managed to hold you by your leg. Uh, wipe the uh, water off you, the remnants. <laughs> hold you up like a prize fish. And <laughs> thank you, Joe Collins. Only two more to go. Oh, fucking hell. We must welcome a baby Hermione. It's Megan Joyce. Megan Joyce. Mm. You are playing out in a field. Some people are about to bury a time capsule. 
You crawl over to the hole, but get a bit curious and fall in. Whoa, 10 meters. <laughs> 10 meters? 10 meters down. Yeah. Throw the time capsule down on top of you and they uh, bury it. This ain't looking good. <laughs> this ain't looking good. But the ground below you starts moving. The worm people have you now. <laughs> they take you down on a body of worms to the worm kingdom where you have to meet the worm king. Guess who that is? Me. <laughs> I'm the worm king. I keep you in the worm kingdom for 10 years and raise you as a worm person yourself, just like me, giving you the ability to move around without sight. Without sight. Mm. Or the ability to um, move any of your limbs. I let you resurface uh, on your 10th birthday and give you back to your family. But before I do, your first bit of human contact. From the Worm King. Lovely! And finally, we've got a new baby, Harry. It's Alaska Westlake. Alaska Westlake. Why? It is your birthday. Not your first birthday, second one. Uh, I'll be too young. <laughs> Uh, and you are playing around in the kitchen, you fall into a bowl of ice cream. Oh! Mmm! Um, and then... <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> That's how the first one's going. <laughs> For the first time... You know where all the others are going, do you? Don't know where I'm going with this one! <laughs> oh yeah, because you planned the Worm King, didn't you? <laughs> I'll do the Worm King this week. He eh? pours a bowl of ice cream, uh, but no one notices you in there. Your mother is scooping out the ice cream into cones, handing them all out. He gets scooped into a double cone. She's passing the ice cream out, and the double cone gets handed to me. What a lucky boy I am. I say nothing, and quietly, and then hand you back to your mother. Lovely! Thank you so, so much to everyone for joining us. And if you're on the fence about joining the Patreon, why not do it this bloody week as a reward for us for finishing the fourth book? Because the thing is about this podcast, and I said it on the intro the other week, is we do not get paid by anyone to do this podcast. A lot of other big podcasts, like we look on the iTunes charts, they've all got advertisements. Mm. Sponsors. And they get millions of pounds. Me and him get nothing but disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> so if you'd like yeah. uh, to support us and keep the show going, please join our Patreon. It would mean the world to us, and we mean that from the bottom of my, our hearts. Yeah. Um, you're not just helping us, you're giving yourself access to loads of goodies. Extra episodes, video versions of the podcast, early releases, uh, keyring stickers, uh, posters, personalised thank you videos. There's loads of bloody stuff. Patreon.com slash Pottervision. We're still at the Fringe until the 24th of August, so please come and see us. We're on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search Pottervision. And we shall see you next week for the Order of the Phoenix. Here we're on episode 95. It's the Order of the Phoenix. And we're on chapter one of the Order of the Phoenix. 
Dudley Demented. Oh! Oh! You have been a well-prepared Tom Lawrenson. I can I just say? Well, I think you did very well this book. How many? 37 chapters? 37 chapters. You got one quiz right. Well, that is true. Uh, this week's one is under review. <laughs> 37 he did, and he didn't get one right. I got one quiz, I think. But, yeah, you got one. I think it was a, after you got married, I thought I'd yeah. do it as a present. It's a... Oh, that's taken the achievement out of it. It's a mixture of you made the quiz harder and I don't try as much anymore to revise. You have been a cuddly woodly Lucas Kirkby. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Potter Vision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Potter Vision.